TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, hour two, WEEI late night. Celtics and Warriors going at it in game one here. Celtics throwing up a little quick 7-0 run. They were down 12 entering the fourth. Uh, two and a half minutes into the fourth, the, the Warriors haven't scored. And now they're down five. And Rob Williams just executed an alley-oop. So they've woken up a little bit. Now, Jason Tatum is still completely unproductive. So that's going to have to change. See, this is what I'm saying. If he's not going, you're. I mean, you've got, you can't figure it out late in the game. You've got to have it late in the game. That's the problem when you don't get going early. Not to mention you don't set the tone. You know, you don't assert yourself and create some doubt in the mind of the opponent. All the things Curry did. I'm for getting your guys involved and making the right play, making the right pass. But now here we are in the fourth quarter and Tatum's three for 16 from the field. That that you that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. One of five from three. Three of sixteen from the field. Now at least he's taking more shots than Marcus Smart. But I need more than that. I need I need you to be better than that. So credit to the Celtics. We knew they weren't going to give up. They're only down five. They're at a break. There's 9.30 to go in the fourth. The good news about this right now, the, the Warriors, as if this can stay close, you know, the closer they get towards the end of the game, if it's close, five points, three points, two, Golden State will feel the pressure ratchet up real quick because you have really controlled the whole pace of this game you've dominated. In, throughout stretches of this game. If you feel it down the stretch and you look up and you're down three or check that up three, that's really going to be an unsettling feeling knowing you've basically dominated the whole game and the Celtics are only down five, three, and there's a couple minutes to go. I mean, that sets up for a really um, cheek-squeezing finish if you're Golden State. Celtics down five right now. Golden State about to get the ball out of a timeout. Um, you know, in a way, I just mentioned how Jason Tatum, he started slow. And now when he needs to find it, he's having trouble finding it. It's not a perfect comparison, but it sort of relates to the Red Sox. 
See, this is what we talked about at the beginning of the season. This was the main concern. You know? If they we said in April because the Masters was going on, I remember. You can't win the tournament on Thursday or Friday, but you can lose it. And the Red Sox, at least in terms of the division, lost it on Thursday and or Friday. That was the problem with the start they had. Because you saw what they did in May. At the end of May, they were gangbusters. They were crushing it. They were rolling through the East or rolling through the American League. I mean, they looked like the team we thought they looked like. But they, they dug so deep of a hole, they couldn't get out of it. Even though they played well. And then you're forced into playing really perfectly to get out of it. And they haven't been able to do it. Even after a really good stretch of games late in May. A really good stretch of games. Really good play. They hit the ball. The bats woke up. And it was great. Unfortunately, the hole was so deep. Early on, they were unable to really, based on some struggles now, make enough hay to get back in it. That's that's really something that can make you, I don't know, question your ability, question your confidence as the season goes on. Now, we'll see what happens once some of their pitching gets in order and gets back in, in play here. Once that happens, they'll be in a better place if Sale can come back and they can at least implement him in a, in a way, either in the bullpen or as a starter and uh, move guys around. You have a little bit more flexibility. You're not as handcuffed. But until that happens, you know, they're going to just be doing what they've been doing, which is some good, some bad, some ugly, some, you know, a game where Trevor Story, you know, the Trevor Story run, that was great to see. But you really have to find a way to be consistent now because of the hole you dug yourself into. And that's the problem with the start they had. They have to play perfect baseball for stretches to get back into it. And and this is something that I'm worried about with the Patriots, honestly. Because if you can't find a way, I mean, there's just no room for error. The American League East, the AFC East, it's sort of a similar its a similar deal in a way. If you find yourself in too big of a hole, you're then forced to play perfect ball against really good opposition just to get back in it. That's a really tough ask for, for you know, teams like the Red Sox and like the Patriots who aren't the most talented teams that you're going to find. That's a really tough ask. That's a tough ask for talented teams. That's a tough thing to do. Forget about teams that, you know, aren't the most talented. And the you know, the Red Sox and the Patriots aren't the most talented teams. So in order to, you know, that's why a start is imperative. A key, you have to have a good You can't get that far behind the eight ball, and that's what the Red Sox did. And despite Trevor Story going crazy, and I know other guys have been injured. J.D. Martinez has been dealing with stuff. Obviously, Xander Bogarts is like, despite that, you still find a way 
to to be down and to be really in a bad position because of the start. The Patriots need to learn. The Patriots have a lot of learning to do. That's what it is. The you know, they if the Celtics are able to win a championship, they got to learn. If the Red Sox aren't able to get back in it, they've got to learn. Watch what's going on around this city because that will set the Patriots up, especially with Mac Jones in a situation where he could be, um, you know, we hope he makes a really big jump and he's a great player next year and takes the steps and strides that we think he's capable of taking. If he does that, the sky's the limit. And everybody here is going to be very excited, as am I, obviously. But you got to look around and learn from some of the other teams in town. Go to dinner with somebody. The Red Sox got into a big hole against a lot of good competition. That hurt them. you got to be better than that. You can't have that happen. The Celtics did a lot of good things in this playoff run. That's what I need to see. You know, that type of mentality, that type of performance in big spots, in big games, in big moments on the road. I mean, the antith- the opposite, the, the complete opposite of what the Patriots did in Buffalo, the Celtics really have done now. They've had their moments where they've looked like crap. I guess I shouldn't say the complete opposite. But in totality, they've come up huge when they've had to. So that's something I need to see from the Patriots this year. And you've got a really good opportunity based on what you have at your disposal, and Derek White is going out of his mind. Derek White is going out of his mind. He's got 21 points. What does that say? Five for seven from three. I mean, just picture Steph Curry, and that's Derek White right now. He's making everything. Now, so is Curry, except for right there. But he's made Curry, the game is tied at 103. Five minutes and change to go, and Derek White can't miss. And Pritchard has hit some threes, and here comes Horford with a three. He got it! They go up three. Timeout, Golden State. Call the tee. The Celtics, back at it, baby. Take the three-point lead, and Jason Tatum is still doing nothing offensively. The team ball, man. Al Horford, you gorgeous person. Look at this, white in your eye, right in Curry's eye. See, that's what helps when you're two inches taller than the guy guarding you. Jason Tatum can get his shot off over anybody on that team. And he's not doing it. And when he's doing it, he's not making it Tatum. Look, hey, go, hey, Golden State, <laughs> baby. Now, look, I know there's a lot of Celtics that have shown up in this fourth quarter specifically, okay? But let me say this. Let me say this, Warriors. <laughs> Don't lose this one. Three of 17 from Jason Tatum. Don't lose this one at home. Don't lose this one at home. <laughs> Not with Tatum scoring three of, going three of 17 from the field with 12 points. Don't lose it. I get it. White's going crazy. Five of seven from three. Horford, five of seven from three. I get they're going crazy. I understand that. I mean, they were combined 10 for 14 from three. That's ridiculous. But don't, I mean, j- you just can't lose it when Tatum's three for 17. I, like, I really don't care what anybody else is doing. 
and I know you're not going to win a series with White and Horford doing this, but you, you cannot lose with Tatum doing that. That's the game you win. We'll let everybody else get go off. Tatum can't. We're going to, you know, that's like the mentality you're supposed to have against the star players in the NBA. Tatum is having the type of game the Warriors hope and prayed for. You At home especially, you can't lose. Can't lose this one at home. 106-103 Celtics. Warriors get the ball out of the timeout. There is five minutes and eight seconds to go. Should be fun going down the stretch. I will try not to go crazy here. Need water. I'm sweating. This is fun. And give the Celtics credit. Again, we knew they'd do this. They were down, I think, 15 at one point in the third. 15. Got it to 12. And then, obviously, the key to this, if you weren't watching, was the set. They went on like a 7-0 run, I think it was, to start the fourth quarter. 7-0 run. Might have been a 9-0 run. I know it was 7-0. To get back in it. And then, all of a sudden, Warriors got a little cold. Rob Williams uh, created some turnovers or... Uh, announced his presence again defensively with some blocks. They got into a little rhythm. And their guys, I mean, J- Derek White just is in threes like a madman. What What would you have said to me when you walked in tonight and I was sitting in the other room with you and we were talking and I said, yeah, Derek White's going to go off, you know, five of seven, six of eight from three, 21 points off the bench. What would you have said to me? I would have slapped you. Like, I just, I, what would have been more worried, I mean, I would have said, great. I, but I wouldn't have thought that Jason Tatum was three of seventeen from the field, like that. But it's not even just how he's that he's making the shots; it's how he's making the shots. I mean, he's making it with guys in his face, and he's made a couple where it was almost like you felt like he had they had to have it. Now they could still lose this game as they as the Celtics create another turnover, and again they're going to be all right. They have lost game one multiple times in this series, and Al Horford just hit another three. As the lead balloons to six, he's out of his mind. White's out of his mind. All I need Jason Tatum to do is make one shot, maybe two shots down the stretch here or a defensive play like he almost just had, which that was actually one he should have made. Let t- No. I'll take Green making that. Take that shot all day, Green. Take that shot all day, Draymond. Deep three, clang. And here we go, Al Horford going. Peyton Pritchard, pump fake, White. Driving, dishing out to Pritchard. It's up. Oh, that would I would have erupted if that went in. It was off left. That would have been a nine-point lead, and the Celtics would have been on their way. That's a big shot. That's a big miss. He was wide open. It's a great ball movement. Now Curry stepped back. Miss. And ahead, his head's down. 3.48 to go. Where is Jason Tatum? Timeout. And Tatum shot after the timeout, missed again. So that it didn't count, but like, can we see one go in? So the Celtics will have the ball out of the timeout. They're up six now after the Al Horford three. Um, up six after the Al Horford three. Tatum still three, one for five for the. I mean, you got to. Th- the the problem is, this is what I was thinking, all throughout the game seven in Miami. 
well, eventually he'll get going. Eventually it'll happen. Eventually, and then when they when they needed it to happen, he kept making the right play. Smart was wide open, but Smart couldn't hit a three, and that's asking a lot for Marcus Smart to hit that three in Game Seven on the road against a really good team, the one seed in the East. He couldn't do it. I was waiting all night for Tatum to heat up. It never happened. Now in the Buck series, that did happen. He was having a game like this, and then the fourth quarter comes around. He took over. I need that now. Four minutes, less than four minutes to go. I need Tatum, sorry, to heat up just for a couple minutes, three and a half minutes. Find it for three minutes, and the Celtics up six with the ball will win this game. If Tatum can find it for three minutes, they'll win this game. Let's get a break. Uh, We'll get it trending. We'll come back. When the game ends, we'll react. It'll be full Celtics. We'll take your calls. This is WEI Late Night, and I'm spitting. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Celtics and Warriors are currently locked into game one of the NBA Finals. Score is currently Celtics with the ball up 111, 103. After another made basket, I think that was Horford. 111, 103, Celtics up. Uh, game two will be held in San Francisco Sunday with a tip-off set for 8 p.m. The Red Sox are off tonight. They get set to play a 10-game West Coast trip, starting with the Oakland A's tomorrow night. First pitch is at 9.40 right here across the Shaw and Star Market, WEI Red Sox Network. Don't miss the Visit Massachusetts pregame show tomorrow at 8.40 p.m. with Mutt, sponsored by the Massachusetts Office, Office of Travel and Tourism. Make Massachusetts yours. Start your adventure at visitma.com. In the NFL, a handful of big names have officially put in their papers for retirement. Frank Gore, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Steelers defensive lineman Stephon Tewitt, along with 49ers center Alex Mack. That's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Back here on WEI Late Night and ladies and gentlemen, the Boston Celtics will be up one game to none on the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. Thank you very much. Oh, man. What a stunning, stunning turn of events here. A 17-0 run for the Celtics. 
<laughs> just, I mean, they turned it into a blowout. They turned it into a blowout. And Jason Tatum never got going. Not once. Not for a second. Absolute blowout. There's a minute to go, and the Warriors are down 12. A minute seven to go. Now, it's the Warriors, so, they're, you know, minute seven. I would waste all the clock here and then take a shot, try to get a good one. But Tatum, who hasn't done anything offensively all night, I would try to just get a shot that, okay, Brown drives, dish, and a layup, and that's the game. So the Celtics are going to win this game, and they're going to be up one game to none on the Warriors. This is inexcusable for Golden State. Absolutely. You cannot allow a 17-0 run at home in game one of the NBA Finals. Boy, is that narrative going to change quick, bro. See, th- this, this is exactly what I've been talking about. It's so fun being correct. It's so fun being... I mean, this is what I meant. The Boston Celtics have... I'm going live here. We're going live on Twitter. We're going live on Twitter. Do it live. I'm all jazzed up right now. I'm all jazzed up right now. All jazzed up. I'm going live on Twitter right now because the Celtics are about to put away the Warriors in game one, despite the fact that Jason Tatum was not good offensively. I don't even know what time it is. What time is it? 11.24. So we got... An hour and a half to talk about this game. I'm with you to one. That's it. Timeout. Not that's it. Timeout. Warriors down 15. Okay. Down 15 as the Celtics get set to wrap it up here. Not now. Um, Celtics have currently outscored the Warriors 40 to 13 in this fourth quarter. So in the third quarter, they were outscored 38 24 in the third. Okay, so that was disgusting. 38 points in a quarter is disgusting. You know, especially after, I mean, that was worse than the first quarter. 38 points in the third. That was a joke. 40 to 13 is an embarrassment. Now, I get, look, I understand 13 points for the Warriors in the, in the fourth quarter at home when you're up 12 going in. Absolute style. This this is absolutely stunning. Absolutely stunning that they let this happen. That the Warriors allowed this to happen is just nuts, and I love it. You know, I said I picked Celtics in six, mainly because of this. I didn't think that the war. I had questions about the Warriors' ability to handle adversity. They hadn't done it this whole time during the playoffs. You know, this is a new team. I know it's still Thompson and Green and Curry. They're all older. I'm not, whatever. It's a new team. I have no idea how Andrew Wiggins is going to handle adversity in the playoffs. Jordan Poole. Otto Porter was awesome tonight. There's no way. I, I mean, I hope there's no way he's that good again. I hope he's not that good again. But if he is, I mean, listen, that's a really depressing thing to be that, you know, you're that far gone and down in this game after Otto Porter had the game that he had as Al Horford's blowing kisses to somebody. Just an absolutely stunning turn of events. 
Credit to the Boston side. This is what prepares you for moments like what we saw tonight. All of the adversity that they had faced, they never backed down. They never gave up. 22 say it's a formality now. Celtics are running out the clock as they'll take a 1-0 series lead. If you want to watch what I'm saying, you can go to Twitter. I'm going live here on Twitter. I don't care. Going to go live on Twitter, and we're going to try to figure out how to put this into perspective. I mean, 40, whatever it is, 40 to 16 in the fourth quarter is a disgrace. I mean, awesome win for the Celtics. Awesome. Congrats. Celtics go up 1-0. Not only do they go up 1-0 on the Warriors, but they give them something to think about for more than one day. I think game two Sunday, right? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Sunday night. Eight PM Sunday night and Jason Tatum a forgettable game offensively from a scoring perspective. This was stunning. Absolutely stunning that the Boston Celtics outscored the Warriors forty to sixteen in the fourth quarter. The Warriors were up twelve going into the fourth, and they got blown out. Oh, I love this. Al Horford, I get it. He's probably not he's not going to do that again. Derek White was essentially Steph Curry late in the game all night. White 5 of or whatever he was. What was he? 5 of 7 from 3. Where the hell is he? Just an incredible performance. White 5 of 8 from 3, Horford 6 of 8 from 3. That's not going to happen again. But guess what else isn't going to happen again? <laughs> Jason Tatum isn't going to go 3 for 17. With 12 points. you I mean, you blew out the Warriors at home and Tatum scored 12. That's a bad, bad, bad thing for the Warriors. Oh, that's so bad. 40 to 16 in the fourth quarter for the Celtics. 40! We'll nitpick because that's what we're going to do. Um, that's what we're going to do. Just because, you know, we have to talk about some things that didn't go well. I still think, hey, you know what? Maybe I should shut up. Maybe that's what I should do. Because, I don't know, maybe Derek White, because Tatum kept passing the ball, maybe that's what got him going. He was able to go five of eight from three. Maybe that's what Al Horford, why he was able to get going. I'm still more comfortable when Tatum's got it going. But I guess what am I supposed to say? It worked out great. You know, the fourth quarter, they were down 12. That wasn't good. I didn't expect, you know, I didn't expect the Warriors in the fourth to score 16 points. Didn't expect that. Just, just, this is why, for those joining us live, this is why I picked the Celtics in this series. Easy pick for me. Easy. Now it's game one. This is a veteran team. I understand they could come back. They could do things. But this is why I picked them. They experienced and persevered through all kinds, all levels of adversity to this point. The Golden State Warriors have not. They have not. And that made me uncomfortable. 
Okay, the Celtics went in there, and in the fourth quarter, in, in crunch time and winning time, they kicked their tails to historic fashion. 17-0 run in the fourth. That is what it's all about, and that is how you win a championship. I mean, if I, I'm overloaded here with championship moments. Tack another one on, because that is what you look back on and that's what you say. That's when you say, "Uh huh, should have seen it coming." This is, you know, I've been saying this for weeks, months. We have seen in Boston twelve championships in the last twenty years. We know what they look like. We know what they smell like. We know what it sounds like. We know what it feels like. If you don't think this is that, I can't help you. The way they battled back against the Bucs, the way they took it to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and didn't run away from them, and they you know, they shut down Durant, one of the best players in the world. They went and shut down one of the other best players in the world. They outgrittied the Heat, grinded down, grinded them out, and won that series. I know somewhere, you know, the Celtics won tonight. Somewhere somebody's still talking about what the Heat could have done. I'm sure the Heat would have won this game by, you know, 15 points or whatever it was, not 12. That is what a championship team is all about. That's what championship teams do. That's what they feel like. That's what they are. And that's what this Celtics team proved again tonight. I hope Brad Stevens is somewhere, you know, doing the Antoine Walker wiggle for that, what he did with Derek White and the acquisition to bring him in. That was awesome. Kudo, a tip of the cap to Brad Stevens tonight. Here, here to you, Brad. That is an awesome performance by a guy Brad Stevens specifically brought in. Awesome. Credit to Brad Stevens. Credit to Ime Udoka. These guys, that, that article that Jackie McMullen had in the, in the ringer, wherever she's writing now, is a perfect encapsulation of what is going on with the Celtics and why this turnaround happened. Give Danny Ainge credit. 617-779-7937 is the phone number if you want to get in on this conversation about the Celtics. But Stevens and Udoka have been awesome. Ainge was awesome. All three of them, awesome. Udoka and the attitude is exactly what this team needed, and it showed up again down the stretch tonight. Let's talk to John in the car and Al Horford. John, what's going on? Uh, Mark, Mark, they were, they were down 15 at one point. 15! Like, how 15. did that ha- Like, a ridiculous. Stunning. It's a I stunning. Like, 17, like... Ridiculous. I, I thought, like I said, I picked them. I thought they'd have success. I did not see a 17-0 run. I did not see them holding Golden State at home to 16 points in the quarter. Yeah. I didn't see it. They, they looked like second half second half of the season Celtics tonight in, in the second half in that fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, if we want to talk about championship performances, you, you absolutely, we, we, this is that. Absolute great metaphor. I love it. Al Horford is Leon Poe 2008 in terms of performances. Like, he stepped it up. It was ridiculous. As much as Derek was off the hook, Al Horford totally reminded me of that Leon Poe performance. I'm still stunned, Mark. Like, I just had to get off. I I, I can't believe that that just happened. I can't believe it happened either. Thanks for the call, John. I, I, I don't agree. I mean, I appreciate the energy, and I agree with that, obviously. The Leon Poe comparison, I know what you're saying. Game six against the Lakers, he sort of went off, and it was a fun thing a couple times. He had big, But Al Horford, I mean, I don't remember. Maybe I just don't remember. Al Horford has won you games. I mean, look, tonight was awesome, six for eight from three. Derek White, though, 
was right there with them, and it was as impressive as what you know Horford was doing, what White was doing. In whatever game four in was it game four in Milwaukee when they were in Milwaukee, Al Horford straight up won you that game. He got help from Tatum in the fourth quarter. He won you that game. I don't remember Leon Poe you know, putting the Celtics on his back necessarily. He had some, you know, Leon Poe was more of a Grant Williams. You know, when it was rolling, he jumped in on it and was really big. Like, Williams has been big, you know, game seven at home. You had the, a couple games with a lot of threes or whatever. He had 25 points. I, I'd, I'd relate that more to Leon Poe, Grant Williams, and some of the performances he's had. Al Horford is bigger and better than that. Al Horford has won you games. When Jason Tatum goes three for 17, that sucks. I mean, if, if Ethan was talking about what if I told you Derek White did this earlier, if, if you told me that Jason Tatum went three for 17 with 12 points, I, you know, I would have said, oh, shoot, that's, oh, yeah, they lost. They, I, 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 I didn't think they could win with that going on, let alone by double digits. Now, Jalen Brown was really good. He had a Jalen Brown game. 24 points. But the plus minuses are stunning. <laughs> They're stunning. I mean, at the end of the third quarter, I went through them. We'll have to go back. I forget what they were. We, we said them. Tatum was minus 10. Horford was minus 6. Tatum ended up plus 16. <laughs> Brown ended up plus 22. They were all in the minus. They were all in the minus at the end, I think, of the third quarter. Curry ended up minus 9. <laughs> he was he set the record for three pointers in the first. Oh, what a game! Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. a different Warriors team. Everybody, I tried to tell you, I tried before the net series. Everybody got intoxicated with the resume and the shot making and Katie and Kyrie. They did the same thing here. The same thing. You view you inadvertently, a lot of people, I'm not talking about people here necessarily, but nationally, inadvertently, they viewed Tatum and Brown as these whippersnappers, these up-and-coming whippersnappers. And it's just not what they are. They are on the same level. Now. I didn't think the game, when the Celtics were up at halftime, I didn't think that the game necessarily was going to go this way, obviously. I didn't think that. You know, they, I thought they, they kind of withstood the, the onslaught and the avalanche at the beginning of the game, and they would kind of go back and forth the rest of the night and grind it out and get a win. That's, what, that's how I saw it going if the Celtics were going to win. I didn't think they were going to go down 15 or whatever in the second quarter, or check that, the third quarter, get outscored in the third quarter, 38-24, and then storm back for a 40-16 fourth quarter. You know, I didn't see that happening. I'm sorry. That was not on my purview. Credit to the Celtics, and this all spawns from everything they've gone through all year long. Ime Udoka, the playoff run, um, everything else. Everything else they've done led to tonight. The ability to withstand some punches, take some punches, and bounce back up. And now we're going to find out. Welcome to the adversity in the NBA playoffs, Golden State. The Celtics have been dealing with it for multiple weeks now. This is your first time. We're going to now find out <laughs> what they're able to do. Good luck. 
because now you lose game one. So now they've lost home court. Now you've got the prospect of going back to Boston, staring at you in the face. Now you've got the pressure of going down 0-2 at home, staring at you in the face. And does anybody here think, I know the Warriors are a championship organization, all that. Does anybody here think if they lose game two and go down 0-2 to the Celtics, that they're going to win this series? Does anybody think that? I don't. So all of a sudden, you've made game two a must-win for the Warriors. Oh, and by the way, Steph Curry in game one shot. What did he shoot? Oh, my computer doesn't work. He had the record for threes in the first. I mean, he that's as good as Steph Curry is going to be. In the first, you know, first stretch of a game. He might have a better overall game. Obviously, he's capable of that. But for a stretch of a game, that's as good as he's going to be. Curry on the night, 12 of, tw- I mean, 12 of 25 from the field. 7 of 14 from 3, that's 50%. You know, he didn't shoot 50% from 3 this year. He was below 50%. 34 points, that's pretty darn good. 34 points, 7 of 14 from 3, and he wasn't able to get it done. They lo- And they lost by double digits. Let's talk to, uh, let's talk to Chad and Walpole. Chad's fired up, he's calling back. What's up, Chad? Oh, I'm fired up, baby. Let's go. I had to call back. John, the caller earlier, pumped me up, too. One thing, though, I had to get off my chest is, yes, Horford, phenomenal game. White, phenomenal game. But we cannot ignore Jalen Brown in that fourth quarter when things looked grim for a little bit, putting the team on his back, being aggressive, getting to the hoop, and making great plays, and, of course, hitting some big shots. But we got to give due. Team effort, awesome job, but Jalen Brown's performance to get them back in it has to be spoken of. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the energy. Jalen Brown, look, even Jalen Brown, and I'm with you, Chad. I, I got to give him credit, but even Jalen Brown, okay, two of eight from three. You know, he, he was good. I don't think he was special tonight. He was good. It was a, J, it was a Jalen Brown, you know, 24 points. That's sort of where he lives. He was good. 10 of 23 from the field. He was good around the rim. He had some good defensive plays. He was good, but he wasn't special. Um, and give here, you want another one? I'll give you another one. How about Peyton Pritchard? That's a heck of a performance from a guy, you know, two of three from three, three of four from the field, competing on defense, a plus 14, eight points. That if there if Peyton Pritchard gives me that every night, I'm happy. That's all I ask. That's where it's at. If Pritchard is willing to do that for me, I'm ecstatic. That's a great night for him. Let's get to Alex in Pawtucket on the Celtics. Alex, what's going on? Oh, my God. I'm still shaking uh, those last seven minutes. Uh, But I just want to talk about, uh, like you were just talking about with Pritchard and White and our bench play was just key to the whole thing. And that all falls down on uh, Emei. And just knowing when to substitute them in, when to light the energy when we go stagnant, because that's the biggest thing about the Celtics is we go stagnant. And it, I know it's tough to take out your star players, but you got to know who to take out and who to put in. And Ime did great uh, during this game. I appreciate that call because you're right. Um, obviously, he had it going. He had it going. Ime, great game. You know, I think, honestly, not to poo-poo what he did in this game, he, he did really well, the rotations, the match. I mean, he got it right, obviously. But 
The only thing that I didn't like, honestly, was Tice. Too much Tice early in the game. Now, he did hit a key three at some point. I didn't like to see all that Tice. Too much Tice. Finals. Didn't want to see that. But you can't complain. Okay? But I think a lot of what Ime Udoka did to help them win this game happened before this game. And everything that he has infused in the Boston Celtics. Let me say this. We got to go to break. When we get back, I'm going to tell you what the best part about this game might be. Other than the fact they went up 1-0. The best part about this game in terms of the Celtics win and how they won. I want to make that point next. This is WEI Late Night. This Boston team, Mark, shooting 21 of 41 from three-point territory. That is incredibly insane and inordinate. The Celtics take game one of the 2022 NBA Finals and hand the Golden State Warriors their first home loss of the postseason. Their first loss ever here at Chase in the playoffs, outscoring them by 24 in the final 12 minutes. I'm Mark Dundero with you here, WEI Late Night till 1 a.m. I wish I was with you until Sunday at 8.30, whatever p.m. when the Celtics tip off again. We are celebrating a game one win for the Boston Celtics right now. Um, I, I got a lot to say specifically about this win, but I'm going to take this call from Paul in Westfield first. Paul, good evening. How you feeling, Mark, Paul? This this is awesome and excellent. Mark, I was going to say that uh, uh, just for a reminder, Golden State was 9-0 at home, hadn't lost since 2016. And, and uh, today in that first quarter, you know, they got seven fast break points. Looney had nine rebounds, six of them offensive. Uh-huh. And Curry's running around with his pants on fire, sets a record with six threes. So you may shut that down. We came back and we're leading, and it's a half. Then we disappeared in the third quarter, and I predicted in my kitchen, we're going to reign supreme in the fourth. And if one guy's not working right, the other guy's picked it up, and we set a biggest points differential in the fourth. And, um, you know, White come alive, Pritchard, and, Jay, and, and, and Jalen came around. I know what's wrong with Jason Tatum. Real quick, he's, he's warming up way too early. These are late games, and he's spent when the game starts. But, Mark, I predicted you were going to say this. The best part in the fourth quarter, their four best three-point shooters. No, I don't want to take the shot. You take the shot. No, I don't want to. They pass it around to each other because they were spent. They, they they spent that first quarter working their butts off, and I said, just ride it out. And we came back and dusted them up in the fourth. They were passing the ball around. They were shook. This is a hell of a good start. I'm very proud of that team. They really showed some testicular fortitude tonight on the road. Great call, Paul. I appreciate it. Great perspective. Absolutely. I, I, I noticed that. I recognize that at the when it happened. He's talking about the Warriors. I think Curry, Thompson. I, I, you pet. You shoot. You go. It, they were completely rattled. They. They. I mean, talk about a haymaker. You don't know what happened there. You sixteen points in the quarter. This is what I'm going to say about this whole thing. Okay, and the Celtics in general. Again. It aligns with everything I've been saying this time, this whole time. But, um, okay, maybe my fa- – now, I love the fact that they're up 1-0, obviously. The fact that they're up 1-0, they've taken away home court from the Warriors, that's the most important thing. 
But I also happen to love the fact that after Game 7, when everybody and anybody was criticizing the Celtics for, I don't know, winning the game wire to wire, their mentality, these people out there, not that it matters, but their mentality was, oh, I don't know if they're ready for the bright lights because how did the game end? I mean, Lisa Salters asked Jalen Brown at the end of the game, what happened down the stretch there? Well, what happened in reality was they closed out the Heat and won the Eastern Conference Championship. But that wasn't the narrative. The narrative coming out of the Eastern Conference Championship Game 7 game was that the Celtics had issues. That was the narrative. Can you believe that? Coming out of Game 7 of the East Final with the Heat, the narrative was negative. Overwhelmingly about the Celtics because of how it ended. Because of what happened in the fourth quarter and down the stretch. And what do they do? In game one of the NBA Finals at Golden State, they end the game on a 20-5 to run in the fourth quarter. That might be my favorite part of tonight. I know going up 1-0 is huge. That's more important, going up 1-0, taking home court, rattling Golden State to the point where they have some serious soul-searching to do, and they're essentially in a must-win game in game two. But just after that way, the way that it ended in Miami and the narrative that pissed me off, frankly, after that game, to come out and to win the game, not just win the game, but to win it the way they won it, after what happened in Miami down the stretch and everybody talking about how they're not ready for the primetime bright lights because they looked like they were trying to give the game away against the Heat. No, no, no. They beat the Heat wire to wire and never trailed. They won game seven on the road. That's what happened. And then they went in, and in the fourth quarter, in game one at Golden State, they outscored them 20-5 to and had a histor- not just a great run to, to win the game, a historic run in the fourth quarter to win the game and win going away. That might be my favorite part of how this game ended. And oh, by the way, you want to talk about other symptoms of a championship team? The Miami Heat hadn't lost at home until the Boston Celtics arrived. The Golden State Warriors hadn't lost at home until the Boston Celtics arrived. That smells like a championship type type, type of team to me. That's all. That might be my favorite part of the Celtics win tonight. I know it was more important that they went up 1-0. And that they have control of the series, which is nice because the last two times out they hadn't have they didn't have control of the series. And they have to do it the hard way, and we have to grind, and all, you know, that's the Celtics, and we're all mentally prepared for that. Fine. But I could not stand the narrative after that Heat series. I couldn't stand it. It was BS. Oh, the Heat. What? I mean, they were literally the Heat getting praised more than the Celtics, who won the game, wire to wire. And all we were talking about was the Heat, Jimmy Butler. The fact, just, it made me feel good. I don't care if that's me, you know, whatever. Too bad. Made me feel good that they shoved it down the throats of the Warriors to the tune of 17-0 and 20-5 in the fourth quarter and won by 12 after trailing by 12 to start the quarter. I love that. All those morons who were talking. Rick Buecher. I thought they were ready for the bright lights, but I don't think they are now. Wake up. Watch the team. No clue what you're talking about. 
And they went in there and they just put everyone on notice. All the haters, everybody that hates New England, all those people, they're all, oh, it's a great night to be a Boston sports fan. It's a great night. It's a great comeback. And it's great to see those guys. I mean, Pritchard, big. White, huge. Horford, enormous. And I still think Al Horford could have been better. I thought he was lazy, not lazy, but ineffective on a few opportunities to get a rebound. The rebounding numbers ended up even. 39-39. And you know what else was nice about this game? I'll tell you this. The refs weren't a factor. Because unlike the Miami Heat, who need to wrestle the refs onto their side in order to be at their best, these two teams can play basketball. So it was nice that the refs weren't a factor. Every time you freaking had to go down the court or get them, they just played the game. It was so nice, finally. And it helps that the Warriors don't have some alpha dog that makes plays at the rim over and over like the, you know, Jimmy Butler's and Giannis Antetokounmpo's of the world. All right, we got to go to break. We are, we're with you one more hour. We'll continue to break down the game. We'll take your calls. I'm Mark Dundaro. This is WEI Late Night. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 